African savannah on safari, looking for... Mike, is that a lion stalking us? I think it's something much scarier. It's a search term report, and someone has keywords with 150% ACOS. Oh no, they never added any negative keywords. Oh, and it looks like all their bids are just $3. No bid optimization? We're in trouble. We need to do something about this giant ACOS, but I don't know if we can do it alone. Oh no, it's the Ad Badger. Should we run? No, no, no. The Ad Badger can save us. He'll rip that high ACOS to shreds with bid optimization and negative keywords. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Brett from Ad Badger, and you're listening to the PPC Den Podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast, and your source for all of the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. How's it going, everybody? It's Sunny again here in Austin, Texas. How you doing today, Mike? I am doing quite well. We have a brand new podcast set up. So I think the audio for this episode is going to be extra crisp. Yeah. And uh, what we mean by that new setup, guys, is that we have like a thousand pillows and blankets between us. It's pretty cool. Only the top premium podcasting equipment for everyone out there. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of the podcast, uh, we did get a really nice message in. You want to take that one away? That's right. Thanks so much to Patrick McKnight, who wrote in. He said, I think the podcast intro is hilarious because if you remember in the last episode, we actually were looking for some feedback at the sort of the, uh, on our intro. And he said he thought the podcast intro was hilarious. Never misses an episode. Thanks so much, Patrick. Yeah, absolutely, Patrick. Uh, we appreciate you being a fan of ours and listening into every episode. It really does mean a whole lot to us. And uh, guys, if you have you know any opinions or questions, comments, concerns you want to share with us, uh, you know, message us pretty much anywhere. We're all over social media. You can find us on adbadger.com or you can, I don't know, where can you find us, Mike? You, you can write us a letter. It. You can write us a letter. I think our address is on our site. For sure. So part of our job is to deliver news about Amazon advertising on this show. So as new things are getting rolled out to Amazon and they're rolling out pretty regularly at this point, our job is to sort of look at them, interpret them, use them, see if we can get value out of them and then share those things. So a couple weeks ago, new to brand is a new metric that you can see inside both Seller Central as well as uh, Amazon Advertising, previously known as AMS, Amazon Marketing Services. This new thing rolled out, and it's called New to Brand Metrics. And we're going to be digging in to what New to Brand Metrics means, where to find them, how to get value from them, what the numbers mean. And we're going to try to give you some good takeaways as well as our sort of own interpretation of what new to brand actually is. Because um, I think it'll be really helpful to sort of try to read between the lines of how Amazon explains what new to brand actually means, and then interpret that as like a day-to-day PPC manager for Amazon ads. Because what Amazon says and what actually you do in a day-to-day basis can sometimes be two different things inside your ad campaigns. Um, so new to brand, Brett, Amazon sort of define and introduce new to brands? 
Uh, well, they said they're introducing a new set of metrics called new to brand, and that's basically to help advertisers, uh, they say, identify strategies that can drive customer acquisition and efficient business growth on Amazon. Um, yeah, this is this is a very Amazon way to uh, to word something. <laughs> just reading that, but uh, basically, what this is is just a measurement of uh, the percentage of your customers who are actually new to your brand, meaning they haven't purchased uh, your product within the last 12 months. That's it. So that, so it is exactly what it sounds like. New to brand, whether it be new to brand orders or new to brand revenue or, or sales, it means the same thing. It's, it's sales that are coming from people that have not purchased from you in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys, if you haven't seen this yet, uh, this was just released back uh, in late February, I believe. And uh, you can actually find these on your Seller Central or your AMS uh, dashboard right in the campaign manager. If you go over to uh, columns, those are some new options that you can add in there. Uh, so, you know, check those out if you're interested or if you're following along with your laptop open. Right. The columns are also the metrics above the 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 sort of the chart that you see, the chart of sort of revenue over time or ACOS over time, you can now select these new to brand metrics. And there's four of them. So there's four new to brand metrics. They are new to brand orders, which is just how many orders came through from people that have not purchased from you in the last 12 months. There's percent new to brand orders, which is basically uh, how many of your total orders, percentage wise, were new to brand orders. There were, there's also new to brand sales, which is how much revenue is generated by people that have purchased, uh, that had not purchased from you in the last 12 months. And then the percent new to brand sales, which is how many, how much revenue came from new to brand customers versus total. So pretty straightforward. So far, nothing too crazy. Uh, now there's definitely some caveats here. The first huge caveat is new to brand is not available in every ad type. Now is it, Brett? Uh, nope. It looks like just right now it's display ads, video ads, and sponsored brand ads. So, um, you know, we talked about our gripe about sponsored brand ads. Uh, we got new to brand metrics in there, but um, search term report, please. That's right. If you're listening out there, Amazon, we just need a search term report for sponsored brand ads. Maybe even change the, the campaign uh, name. Be a good one for sponsored brand campaigns. Yeah, for sure. So these new to brand metrics are sort of limited in the ad types that they're uh, being displayed for. Um, so, you know, just what's your what's your overall take, um, you know, just from the get go, Mike, what's your first impression of new to brand stuff? You know, I think I think at best they were trying to solve one problem, which is this is a pretty common thing that almost everyone on Amazon thinks about is, you know, hey, how many customers am I acquiring? Meaning how many people are buying from me that have never bought from me before? And in this case, we're limited to the past 12 months. So this is something that's on so many Amazon, how effective is our marketing? How many new people are we bringing into our total sort of network of buyers? This is sort of one way that they're trying to solve it at best. So that's the best case scenario. That's giving Amazon the benefit of the doubt. Uh, however, and we're going to sort of save some of our personal feedback on this as this episode progresses um, and sort of just giving you the facts here. So that's the reason like that I believe that Amazon rolled this out, uh, giving them the benefit of the doubt, because later on I'm going to share 
uh, my sort of real thoughts of why this metric exists. Yep. Uh, that sounds good for sure. And uh, one thing to definitely be aware of is uh, that this is a 12-month look-back period, meaning uh, the metrics that Amazon is displaying is taken from uh, you know basically data that goes back a whole year. But uh, there is a caveat there. It started November 1st of 2018. So right now, you'll only be able to get the data uh, back until November 1st. So anything before that, uh, you know, nothing appears for that. So just something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. So let's get into some ways to, to sort of see this number, uh, you know, new to brand orders, percent new to brand orders, new to brand revenue or sales, and then percent of revenue that's new to brand. Uh, so let's start talking about this. The first thing that you have on this list, Brett, is expansion slash reach goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I would say if you have a really high percentage of new to brand, uh, then you know, maybe that's a pretty good thing. You're reaching a lot of new customers, but on the other side of things, uh, maybe that could be pointing to the fact that, you know, maybe you have an audience off of Amazon that you're not fully taking advantage of uh, and kind of pushing them uh, over to Amazon to uh, to kind of build up a recurring audience there. So maybe that's something to think about. But in general, I would say if you have a lot of new customers coming into your brand, uh, that's a pretty healthy sign of growth. Right, exactly. Uh, another cool way to sort of interpret this data is when you're looking at your campaigns inside sponsored brands. So what I mean is if you are Nike, you are targeting the keyword, then you can now click on that campaign and actually see how many new customers are coming over from making a search for a competitive brand. Uh, We actually talked about this last week in episode 22, you know, the merits of bidding on your own brand and your competitor's brand. Now you actually have a nice metric to help interpret those results in a new way. So if I'm Nike and I'm bidding on Adidas and you know, I have a new to brand percentage now. Now I can sort of say like, hey, I was able to pick up customers from a competitor. That's really valuable. I might want to, you know, increase my ACOS target here uh, because, you know, if I can pluck a customer away from Adidas, that's going to be, you know, maybe it's worth two times just getting a normal sale for a normal brand ad of somebody searching Nike, the brand that I'm already, that I already am. So I think it's a pretty interesting way to help interpret competitor-based targeting campaigns. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and um, Mike, you're definitely more experienced uh, on the Google and Facebook side of things, but it's a recurring theme that we've seen that Amazon uh, is kind of modeling a lot of their advertising decisions after uh, Google's platform and some of Facebook's stuff. So uh, do you think that they're eventually going to incorporate some sort of LTV in the future, lifetime value for these customers? Because I think that would be really beneficial here. I think that would be huge. And I think it'd be so easy for Amazon too, right? Because everyone who buys anything on Amazon is logged in. So, you know, on Google and, you know, people don't have to log into a Google account to access and buy something from a Shopify site. You know, people don't have to, um, you know, the the pixel is there and, and sort of Facebook's doing a better job at sort of carrying over the information of who's on Facebook. You click on the ad, now you're on the Shopify site and, you know, that pixel's there. It's sort of, you know, there, there's not, Google and Facebook often try to avoid personally identifiable information um, to deal with some privacy issues. But with Amazon, you know, they'd be able to sort of anonymize and aggregate that data and actually be able to tell you because every single person is logged in uh, 
to Amazon when they make purchases. So it's actually pretty interesting to think about it in that regard. So I think they, I think we're just starting to scratch the surface with this kind of information, like who's actually purchased from you before, who's completely brand new, who's purchased from competitors previously, and now they're buying from you. I think all these things are pretty valuable and I think we'll continue to mature. Yeah. Uh, you know, things like retention rates would be amazing as well, just so you can un- kind of understand, uh, just so you can kind of understand which of your customers you're able to keep uh, on top of, you know, all the new customers that you're bringing in. I think both of those uh, data sets would be really, really cool. And another thing too, you know, measuring customer loyalty. So let's say you have a sponsored brand campaign, you are bidding on your own branded keywords. Now you have a new to brand over there as well. Uh, and this is pretty neat too, because, you know, like we talked about in episode 22, we were sort of trying to weigh the pros and cons of bidding on your own brand. And, you know, I think a misconception that people have about bidding on your own brand is that you are paying for customers that uh, have already purchased from you in the past. And I think now that we have a new to brand metric for your own branded campaigns, you'll be able to see, you know, hey, I'm, you know, Ad Badger. And, and actually, people that actually search Ad Badger and end up converting, you know, it's actually 70% completely have never purchased from me before. I think this is a, a new way to interpret branded campaigns. Uh, I think it'll add some value to these campaigns. I think it's pretty cool. All right, so now that you guys have a pretty good background as to what these new-to-brand metrics are all about, Mike and I now kind of want to jump into our own takes on this stuff. Yes, and the what- hot takes you have come to expect and love on this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, so my first hot take, guys, is these metrics, I think for most companies, don't really mean much. We're kind of looking at you know these new-to-brand metrics and we're just like, Okay, like, <laughs> there's not much actionable, like actionable stuff you can actually do with this, unless maybe um, you know it could be valuable if you're uh, like a, a monthly recurring revenue type product or like a recurring product, you know things like uh, filter cartridges or or uh, deodorant or you know something that you're gonna order uh, maybe every month. Then maybe new to brand, uh, you know, is definitely a metric that you should keep an eye on because that can point to bigger issues in your business. Um, outside of that, if you're just like a one-time purchase type product, I'm not sure you can do too much with this right now. Right. There's we've found when we were preparing for this episode, we were all sitting around talking, asking ourselves like, "Hey, what do you do differently if you're new to brand is 80% for a campaign versus 60%?" Like, there's not much to there's not much actionable steps to take after this, which it's, it's like a cool metric to look at, but we definitely just need more. And I'll get into that. Like what I think like next steps should be if I were Amazon and I were building this, like what my wish list is and sort of what our, our wish list is. Cause I think we agree on that. But the first thing that I'll say, I think it's just a massive one is that to me, and I mean, everyone that advertises on Amazon, every Amazon marketer, uh, maybe doing it as a service who's working on different clients, you know, one might be a KDP, one might be an AMS, another in Seller Central and all these different things. You know how fragmented everything is. You know, if you were to go back in time, maybe two years ago, there were so many people that were selling in Cent- Seller Central, FBA, but then they needed extra ad types. So like... I think at one point in time, like headline search ads were only available in AMS and not in Seller Central. So people were 
in order to get access to these additional ad types, we're then you know, putting one product on Vendor Central so they can run an additional ad type and like today, vice versa, you know, people are trying to get extra capabilities inside Seller Central that they don't have inside their Vendor Central account. So Amazon in general is very fragmented and their PPC platform is also very fragmented. So the fact that they only have this new metric for sponsored brand ads, I think is a huge like issue. Um, I have no idea why they would do it. I mean, I have some ideas as to why they would do it, but to me, like, this is a metric that should be there for sponsored products as well, not just display and sponsored brand ads. Yeah, I totally agree, especially given that sponsored products seems like a, it's so much more advanced in terms of the features that they've already implemented in sponsored products. So uh, now it seems like they're kind of pay, uh, playing catch up <laughs> and kind of leaving stuff out of sponsored products. But uh, this would definitely be useful. Um, you know, I, I definitely have some wish list items as well, Mike. Uh, right. So, you know, we'll talk about those in just a second. But. I mean, yeah, I mean, we had an entire episode on sponsored brands wish list. One of, none of those wish list items were, boy, I wish they told me what percentage of new to brand was. It's like there's so many more fundamental things to be fixed inside sponsored brands. And this just, you know, who, who, who was asking for this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, we, I think now is probably the time in the episode when we should uh, take out the tinfoil hats. Tinfoil uh, hats. Put those on. I'm ready. <laughs> so, Mike, I know, uh, you know, you have this feeling deep down, this uh, this weird sort of feeling around these new-to-brand metrics. So what's going on there? Already, are you ready for this conspiracy theory? A tinfoil hat is activated. That's ready. right. So I think everybody kind of knows that Amazon would be happier if everyone woke up and said, you know what? I wouldn't care if my ACoS was 100%. I think they would sort of enjoy that. Like if everyone just sort of cranked up their bids, cranked up their targeting, you know, doubled their budgets, did all these things, and pushed their ACoSs really high. Um, why? You know, Amazon's advertising platform is one of their most profitable areas of revenue. So why wouldn't they want to do this? So if anyone's ever sort of I mean, we hear this all the time where an Amazon rep is telling a customer, hey, you know, your ACoS target is too low. You need to be more accepting of a higher ACoS. And then I feel like this metric was potentially created to help that argument of saying, hey, you know, your ACoS target might be 20%, but it should really be 50% if you can acquire a completely brand new customer, which is true. Like most people would be willing to spend more money to acquire a customer who has never purchased from them before or in the last 12 months. Uh, we'd be more willing to pay for that customer than we would a completely cold customer. So I think this is a pretty, you know, that's the tinfoil hat conspiracy, that this is sort of one metric to point to to be able to say, well, hey, you know, these people are completely new to your brand. Like, you should be more comfortable with a higher ACoS, which is true. But at the same time, you know, are they sort of stacking the deck to to sort of help win that argument? And I have some ideas of, of how that sort of playing field could be leveled a little bit. 
Yeah, I know we had this sort of uh, same sort of conversation around dynamic bidding when that was uh, released and we were talking about just data transparency in general. And I feel like we don't have enough transparency here to get a good idea of what Amazon's actually going for. So I do agree with you there. Um, some additional things that I would you know really love to see in here to make this actually you know more useful. Um, Definitely, you know, having it in sponsored products campaigns. Uh, those are the, you know, the most popular and the main campaigns people run. Uh, definitely having some sort of lifetime value metric to see how much a customer is worth. And then maybe seeing uh, brand retention. So, uh, you know, of your customers who have bought from your brand before, how many of those are you keeping whenever they go to purchase something, maybe from the same type of category? Uh, that, that'd, be amazing. that'd be really cool mm -hmm. to see. That's really cool. And then I think the ultimate thing, not, not only to make this metric better, but also to make it actionable. You know, the, the ppc -er in me knows that, you know, a metric is only as good as to what you can do with it. So when you look at this new to brand metric, it's kind of like, ah, you know, that's a nice piece of information, but then what do you do afterwards? There's not the options to go out and actually take action one way or the other. So the, the thing that I'm very patiently waiting for is in their self-service platform of Seller Central AMS is to be able to have audiences you know, an audience where I can say, create this campaign, sponsor product, sponsor brand, whatever it might be, create this campaign and only target people who have never purchased from me before. How valuable would that be? Because then you'd be able to have a campaign. When you have your campaign naming, you can actually label it cold campaign, you know, cold traffic campaign. You can have a specific ACOS target for that cold campaign. And then in your warm traffic campaign, you know, so you have a cold traffic campaign, then you also have a warm traffic campaign. These are people who have purchased from you before. Uh, so it's like you're playing defense. So you set your own ACOS target for that warm traffic campaign, people that have purchased from you, from you before. I think that would be really valuable because then you'd be able to see real metrics, take real action. Oh, you know, our warm traffic campaign is converting like this. Our cold traffic campaign is converting like this, whatever it might be. Then we can actually take some real steps towards improving this new to brand, uh, repeat buyer type, type metric. I think that'd be super valuable for everyone to have and be able to sort of segment your traffic, new dimensions, d audience based campaigns. I think that is what I'm super duper waiting for inside Amazon advertising right now. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, the only way to really do that right now is to run, you know, uh, external advertising, you know, Google or Facebook, and then uh, run that with like a two-step URL or something to your Amazon store. Um, but again, I think Amazon's going to realize that they are losing money on that front and they're eventually going to fill that space in. So we'll sit here with our tinfoil hats on and our fingers crossed, and we'll give you guys an update as soon as we hear more. That's right. So new to brand, if you have found a way to interpret this data and be able to take actionable steps or how you've been interpreting these metrics, because, you know, don't get me wrong, like we definitely look at them and they're, they're definitely part of the equation. But as of right now, we just can't take a lot of action. So I would love to hear how everyone out there is using new to brand. Uh, yeah. And check out all of our other posts at adbadger.com slash podcasts. Any final thoughts new to brand, Brett? I uh, don't think so. Just wishing everyone a great rest of the week. Have an awesome weekend and we'll see you next week. Have a good one, everybody. 